This is BPN Radio, your 24-hour Internet prayer station with Dale Gentry and friends. Calling America to pray, a member of the Breakout Prayer Network. Let's pray, America. It's time now for the Warriors Watch with Pastor Callie Hargraves here on BPN Radio. Second Chronicles 23.6 says, And all the people shall keep the watch of the Lord. Now, here's your host for the Warriors Watch, my friend, Callie Hargraves. Welcome, everybody. Good morning. Good morning. This is Pastor Callie and my beautiful daughter, Lauren Luna. We're here with uh, our Warrior Watch today. We're so happy you're here. We're excited about uh, loving Jesus, loving you, giving you some prophetic words that we believe the Lord has put on our heart for you today. Um, I asked Lauren to join me. I'm actually going to be having Lauren join me a couple of times a month. And uh, I just I love the anointing on this girl's life. And it's not because she's my daughter. It's because she's an amazing woman of God. But a couple of things before we get started. Tomorrow night, we are having a worthy meeting here. Uh, it's just a time, girls, bring your mats, come comfortable. We are going to worship Jesus. We are going to have an amazing time. Uh, Karen Edwards, uh, Pastor Karen Edwards, she's one of the pastors here at Celebration of Life, will be leading that meeting tomorrow night. She is an amazing woman of God. She's put a lot of prayer and thought and um, preparation into the meeting. So if you're from Celebration of Life, please get out here tomorrow. It's free. 7 p.m. If you're not and you're in the Baytown area and you just want to come and be a part of a women's meeting, a women's uh, event that'll just bless your socks off, come tomorrow night. Uh, and then uh, one is getting ready to post on Facebook. You may already have what the details are. It's a worthy night here, celebration of life at 7 p.m. Another thing I want to go on and advertise before we get into our program today is our closer retreat. Uh, it is a women's retreat that we're going to have at the beach um, from um, February 27th to the 29th. Uh, it's here uh, in the Galveston area. You can read all the details about it. It is almost full, but you want to get signed up. Uh, we've got some amazing women that are coming in to speak. Karen will be leading that also, but she's uh, invited several of us to come in and minister and be a blessing. Uh, your food will be provided. It will have so much fun together. Plus, we're going to, I believe, there's going to be some real vision and freedom come to everyone that signs up. It's the Closer Retreat, February 27th through the 29th. Click on that and see the details. Okay, Lauren, I really wanted to just give you an opportunity before we start giving personal words for you uh, to give the corporate word that God had given you for many of us this year and for the new year. And uh, I just want you to open up and just share whatever the Holy Spirit puts on your heart to share. And then we'll go from there. Okay. Awesome. Before I get into my word, I do want to mention my mother has lost 40 pounds. Yes. And she is looking fabulous. <laughs> I only got 30 to go, but I have got 40 now. Watch out, world. Watch out, Paula White. You don't even know what's coming. <laughs> Anyways, but with all seriousness, I am absolutely um, excited to be on this morning or this afternoon. And, you know, I um, know that regardless of if you get a personal word today, I know that 
what I'm about to share, what God has been speaking to me is for you. It's not by accident that you are on the call today. It's not by accident that you're watching my mom and I. There's something that Holy Spirit is wanting to speak to you today. And so I just encourage you to get out your journal and your pen. And the minute that you hear something where your your spirit on the inside of you just leaps, I want you to write down whatever it is that you heard um, and just trust that God has got some amazing plans for your future and for your life. Um, but I just want to share just quickly a little bit of my personal journey over the last several weeks. Um, at the beginning of at the end of 2019, thinking about the new year, um, something that just dropped in my spirit was, Lauren, I'm going to, what, what, what was conceived in 2019, I want to birth in 2020. And um, I wasn't quite sure what that meant. I, I knew that it was something that God was ministering to my spirit about. Um, and I knew that it was not just for me, that it was for his daughters. It was for the church. Um, and so I began to just really just search God out and what all that meant. You know, personally, I'm believing for some breakthrough in my life. I'm believing for some breakthrough in my personal health, um, some inner healing that I know that God's want to go deeper with in me, some breakthrough in my business, some breakthrough in our ministry and our family. And there's been some areas in my life that I've been believing for breakthrough for, for years, like a long, long time. Um, and so you know, one of them particularly is, is my health. I have something called Hashimoto's um, disease, which is a thyroid disease. And I'm, you know, even though that's what the doctors say, I'm believing for my healing, but you know, that and psoriasis, I have had one or both uh, Hashimoto's now for seven years, psoriasis for over 20. Um, I have been on this journey of finding my healing through all of that. And something I was just asking the Holy Spirit a few weeks back you know, because I know that God is healer and I know that he longs to bring breakthrough to our lives. Um, but I was just asking him, you know, wh why are you having me go down this journey of, you know, trying to find you and all this and figure it all out. And, um, you know, and I typically can be one of those personality types that just want to take the bull by the horns and I'm going to figure this out, yeah, you know, whatever it may sure. be, um, whether it's for my marriage, for my health, what, what my children, I just want to just take control. and like, I'm going to research this. I'm going to study it. I'm going to Google it. I'm going to find the scriptures on it. You know, it's just going to be me. And something the Holy Spirit said to me, he said, Lauren, you love me. You're my daughter. You, you listen to me, you talk with me, but you have not made me Lord of everything. Uh, and, you know, being on a journey with, with the Lord for as long as I have, ever since I can remember, you can think when you've been brought up in church and you've been around the things of God, that you just have made God Lord of everything. And sometimes it takes some real searching on the inside of ourselves and, and in our walk with the Lord for him to expose those areas that we still try to grab hold of. Yeah. And we haven't said, yeah. God, I need you to be Lord of this. No more am I going to be Lord of it. You're going to be Lord of yes. this. And I think all of us, we for the rest of our lives, he will be exposing places to us yes. where we have to constantly go back to him to be completely dependent on him so he can have the authority to move in our lives and to bring breakthrough to us. Sometimes, Lauren, too, we give him an area and we make him Lord. And then we, in our, in our um, pattern, 
You know, yeah. if you have a pattern of taking control of things in our pattern, we pick it back up yeah. sometimes. We take it back. And then we take it back, not even realizing we've taken it back. Right. Yeah, exactly. We get, we get one thing where God is asking us to be obedient in and we think, oh, so that's the answer. And then through us trying to be obedient for a little bit of time, we think that we've done got it. And before you know it, it's all in our hands again. Yeah, we have to be careful to, to constantly submit. Right. And so, um, so anyways, and so I just felt like there was two types of women that I'm speaking to today and you may be one of these types, you may be both. And so I just, you know, when God was sharing with me some things, I felt that there was two types. Um, one of them was stuck in an old mindset. Maybe you're stuck, you're, you're dealing with certain strongholds or an old mindset that just keeps trying to come back. Um, lies that keep trying to come back or an old way of thinking that is constantly bombarding where you can't, you feel like you're not able to get breakthrough. And then another one was someone who knows, knows the way of the Lord knows that they're at a new season or a new le- a place in their life, new vision, um, ha- understands their identity in Christ, but is distracted at the mess that's around them and is, has just kind of lost focus on some of the promises of God that, you know, you know that you're supposed to have or the vision that you know you're supposed to have. And so, um, I kind of want to just break down those two that I felt like the Lord was speaking to me about, um, real quickly and one using a story in the word and then one in a dream that I had last night. And, um, then I'm going to share the word that God gave me for all of you. And so, Um, the first one is the woman that's stuck in her mindset. So last night I had this dream and I woke up this morning. I was like, wow, God, thank you so much. Cause that was, that was not only for me, but that was for these ladies. So last night I dreamt that I was my adult self, but I was inside an old childhood home and I was in that house, you know, and I'm looking all over the house for food. I'm, I'm hungry. Um, I'm going through cabinets and there's all this food in there, but I know in my head that it's decades old because I haven't been in this particular house in at least two decades. So I know the food is decades old, but as I'm grabbing some crackers out of the cabinet, I'm like, okay, they look good. So I went ahead and grabbed them. I ate them for a little bit and then they just, they, they tasted bad. You know, I just like, I'll put them down and then I went to the refrigerator and there was these two huge cheesecakes in the refrigerator. And I'm like, those look really good. Like, they looked like really good cheesecakes, you know? And so I'm just so tempted to eat these cheesecakes, knowing that they're two decade old cheesecakes. They don't look old. They look fresh. But I know that they're old. And my father happened to be in the house. He's like in another room of the house. And I yell out to him and I said, Dad, how old are these? Are these too old? And he kind of just was like, he never spoke to me, but it was like, he was saying to me without actually saying to me, like, Lauren, are you crazy? Why would you touch those cheesecakes? And I had this feeling inside of my dream of why am I even in this old house? And I got, I got out of the house. And so whenever I woke up, I knew that it would meant something. And so I just, I I wrote it down and, you know, as a house, a lot of times in our dreams represents our identity or the way that we think about ourselves. And, you know, I was in an old house. So I was in this old way of thinking, this old identity. Um, a lot of times, you know, your house also is a comfortable place. Your old house can be a comfortable place. You know, I don't have good memories from that house. And so, um, I was in this old thing, but I'm searching for food 
I'm looking for something to fill me up or to feed me. And something I heard the Holy Spirit say is only when you're in your old identity does old food and old ways of thinking or feeding yourself or feeding your dreams look good. Only when you're in your old identity. The wrong identity. The wrong one, right. And I started thinking about myself and the things in my life that are that look like, you know what, I could do that. I could do this because it looks good. I know I'm good at it, you know, but knowing that it's going to do nothing but lead me in a path that is... It's not going to truly feed you. It's not going to feed me. It's not, it's not going to be the destiny and the plan and the purpose for my life. And I heard, the, I heard him say that when you make him Lord, he leads you to your new home. Wow. Um, one of the things, the other one that I... I, the other woman I want to speak to is the one that's distracted by her mess and has lost focus. And, um, and so I'm quickly going to read this story about Joseph. It's in Matthew 1 and 18. And it says, this is how Jesus, God's anointed one, was born. His mother, Mary, had promised Joseph to be his wife. But while she was still a virgin, she became pregnant through the power of the Holy Spirit. Her fiance, Joseph, was a righteous man, full of integrity, and he didn't want to disgrace her. But when he learned of her pregnancy, he secretly planned to break the engagement. While he was still debating with himself about what to do, he fell asleep and had a supernatural dream. And I want to stop it just right there, and I'm going to read just the, the last bit of it. But um, so think about that just for a second. Joseph obviously had this, this dream and this desire to marry this woman. This woman promised himself to, you know, herself to him. So they were in this like excitement of a new engagement, how exciting he was. And he obviously was a man of God, integrous, all of that. He obviously really loved her for just the simple fact that he didn't, it says he didn't want to disgrace her and he was still debating on what to do. And when I thought about this, I thought to myself, this is us in the things where we see a dream and we see the way we think it's supposed to be. And then something comes along and happens to make us think that that dream is going to be aborted, to make us think that what we were envisioning is not going to happen. Yes. And what I loved is it says he fell asleep and he had a supernatural dream. And I just heard the Lord say that there's some ladies here that you are so distracted by the fact that some, some things have happened that you feel like, oh my gosh, my dream again is dying or what I think was going to happen is not going to happen. You cannot see how it's going to, to happen, but you haven't given up. You've been debating with yourself. You've been overthinking the situation. You've been praying about it. And God's saying, will you please go to sleep? Will you just go to sleep? And, and in that sleeping, meaning just complete surrender, yes, that's that so complete good, Lauren. surrender, God is going to, going to move. I'm going to come in and I'm going to be able to speak to you and I'm going to shine my light on the situation. And I'm not just going to shine my light on the situation, but I'm going to give you specific instruction on how to carry out the dream that's in your heart. So he goes on to say, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in clear light and said, 
Joseph, descendant of David, don't hesitate to take Mary into your home as your wife. Don't hesitate to start moving forward in the dreams and the vision that God has given you. Because the power of the Holy Spirit has conceived a child in her womb, she will give birth to a son and you are to name him Savior, for he is destined to give his life to save the people from their sins. This is what happened that the Lord spoke through his prophet would come true. And it it goes on. And at the end of that, it says, when Joseph awoke from his dream, yes, he did all that the angel of the Lord instructed him to do. He took Mary to be his wife, but they refrained from having sex until till she gave birth to her son, whom they named Jesus. Well, think about that for a second. First, he submits himself to the Lord. And there's two things that I feel like these women right now that we're needing for miracles to happen in our life is obedience and submission to Lord, to the Lord yes. in every single area. Lord, you are Lord in every single area of my life. Anything you ask me to do, I will obey. And one of the things that it says is he instructed him to do in everything he asked him to do, took Mary to be his wife, but they refrain from having sex. Well, poor guy. I mean, he has to, t- he gets to take his wife, but then God says, well, uh, and by the way, Don't you can't have her. sex with her. You can't touch her until this promise has come true. There are some things that little things that seem like huge things that God is asking his daughters to do. And maybe there are sacrifices that are difficult for you that God's asking you to do that you've yet to be obedient in. And you're wondering why the, the thing that you have been believing for has not been birthed or has not come to pass. And God's saying, you haven't been obedient in this one thing, or maybe there's two, two things or three things, time you know, it. it's time, it's time to be obedient. And so, um, so this is what the word of the Lord was, was the miracle. And this is something I want to say. The miracle happens. The promise is birthed when you make him Lord and you trust his instruction. You trust him in the middle of your mess. Yes. Okay. Um, so this is a word for every single woman listening to me. Daughters, there is a miracle in your mess. What I've conceived in, your two, in 2019, I long to birth in you in 2020. It comes through obedience. It comes through making me Lord. I am looking and I am searching for the daughters who have made me Lord. Make me Lord over your hearts. Leave nothing covered. Make me Lord over your mind. Make me Lord over your children. Lord over your husbands. Lord over your home. Over your plans. Make me Lord over every single step that you take. Miracles happen when I'm Lord. Miracles happen when I gain control. What you have in your hand or what you hold in your hand, you crush. But when you lay it at my feet, miracles happen. I long to be Lord to my, to my daughters. I long to make miracles out of their mess. So, 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 so good. And so I just, I am wow. absolutely believing today wow. that God is the miracle worker wow and that every single thing that you have been surrounded by going through it's it is not by accident but there is a place that god's longing to bring us of complete yes. surrender yes. to him where he can move on our behalf that is so good lauren when you said uh the second story when you talked about where you said it's just time to go to bed it's just yeah. time to rest time to rest it's just time to give it up Think right. about when you go to bed. You just give it up. <laughs> right. I don't know about you, but when I go to bed, I lay in my bed. I close my eyes. I give it up for the day. It's gone. It's done. I am going to get in full relaxation mode. 
And that's when God begins to speak. He's ready right. for us to allow him to be Lord, allow, allowing God or giving God the um, authority to be Lord in my life is just giving it up. Yeah. It's literally just giving it up. And I, I, I absolutely believe this is a complete word from the Lord for everyone listening. So go back. If you end up coming on this broadcast later, make sure you listen to this whole thing. Um, you want to give your words? I'm going to give my words. I had a, I, I wrote down, I went through the list and I, I'm going to say this for everyone that gets a word today, you're going to personally hear from me this week. Uh, we really want to every week build an online community where you're getting ministered to for a few minutes and then we're prophesying over the ones the Lord highlights, but also the new ones you invite in to the broadcast every week. So everyone that gets a word will hear from me and Lauren this week personally to check on you, to check the viability of the word, to find out where you're at. And then I want to encourage you to invite new people in. We're going, people that you know need a word from the Lord, people that maybe have never had a prophetic word, people that need to hear about the power of the Holy Ghost. Invite new people in and then watch with them because we really believe God is going to use this um, Thursday. We're going to do it every Thursday from now on as an opportunity to really minister to to women and men, but it is primarily women across the nation and across uh, this Houston area. Okay, there are four names, one, two, three, four names, and here's what I heard. There's Danielle Viger, Danielle Nola, Danielle Houston, and Angie Tanner. All four of you, this is what I heard. This is the scripture that came. Then the Lord said, rise and anoint him. Rise and anoint her, okay? She is the one. And the Bible says he is the one. Because this is when Samuel was anointing David. And I heard, rise and anoint her. She is the one. So Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him. He anointed her. God is anointing you in the presence of his brothers and from that day on, the spirit of the Lord came upon David in power. Let me say this. I'm going to read it just like it is. And then I'm going to tell you what I believe the interpretation is. Then the Lord said, rise and anoint him. This was when Samuel was anointing David. He is the one. So Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the presence of his brothers. And from that day on, the spirit of the Lord, and I want you to underline, underline from that day on, from this day on, the spirit of the Lord came upon David in power. There was a demarcation, a point in time. This young boy, had, young man, had been in the backside of the, de, uh, of the field doing the lowly work. When it came time, when Samuel showed up to Jesse's house to anoint one of his boys, as king, Jesse didn't even bring David to the table. Now you can say what you want, but if a king showed up to my house and said, you know what? One of your boys is the next king. I'm bringing every male in the house to that table. I'm not going to leave one of them out, no matter what I perceive any of them to be. Or if someone shows up and says, one of your daughters is going to be anointed queen over, queen over England. I'm bringing all three of them. I may have a preconceived idea who that daughter's going to be, who that queen's going to be, but I'm not missing out. I'm going to bring all three of them. But Jesse brought every son he had, but did not bring David. And here's what I think God is saying in that. People may have counted you out. 
but God has has drawn your name. He has picked you to be brought to the table. And the Bible says that Samuel said, is this all you got? And he said, no, I got one in the field. And he went and got David. And it was David that he, he poured the oil over his head. It ran down his body. And from that day on, the power of God moved in David's life. Here's what I hear. Daniel, Daniel Vigar. I guess that's how you say your name. Daniel Nola, Daniel Houston, and Angie Tanner. From this day on, the anointing of God is going to be considerably stronger in your life, like mm-hmm. 10 times. You're going to feel the power of God. You're going to sense the power of God. You're going to, you're, the power of God's going to operate in your life and you are being anointed by God to do great exploits. And people that have counted you out will stand aside and watch God raise you up. That's the word of the Lord for those four women. Okay. Kelsey Newman, Joel and Shelby, Jade Carrier, and Valerie and Michael Mayhar. Jade Canyon. Jade Canyon. I thought it was, is it Canyon? It's Canyon. Okay, I wrote it wrong. I'm sorry. I thought it was Jade Canyon. I didn't have my glasses on, so sorry, Jade. <laughs> so Kelsey Newman, Joel and Shelby, Jade Canyon. I knew it was Jade, that's for sure. And Valerie Mayhar. Here's what I heard the Lord saying, freedom and power to overcome and advance will be yours in 2020. Let me say this again, freedom, that means freedom over things that have bound you and power to overcome and advance. In other words, go forward and leave the mess behind, never to return to it again will be your portion in 2020. And here's the scriptures God gave me for you. First Corinthians, and I want you to go and I want you to read these in a lot of different translations. First Corinthians 6 and 12. Everything is permissible for me, but not everything is beneficial. Everything is permissible for me, but I will not be mastered by anything. And what that scripture is saying is, you know what? There are things in the Bible that it's clear that we're not supposed to mess with, that it's not permissible. But there are a lot of things that are permissible, but they're not expedient for me. Okay? So let me give you an example. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to help you with this. The Bible says, thou shalt not um, commit adultery. Thou shalt not steal. Thou shalt not covet. Thou shalt not, uh, not to be a glutton, not to, not to, not to be a drunkard. We know, we, we're not supposed to do this. Okay? But... But can I go have a nice meal at somewhere and eat a little more than I should every once in a while? Sure. Sure. Is it expedient for me to do that every week? No. It, it can even be classified as a sin if I do it every day of every week because I start ruining my health. So that's what it's talking. He said everything is permissible. There's a lot of things that are permissible for you but not everything is beneficial or expedient. Everything is permissible for me, but I will not be mastered by anything. God wants you to work out your own salvation. And there's some things you can't do, not because the Bible says it's a sin, but because your flesh can't handle it. And you have to decide by the Holy Ghost what that is in many cases. John 8 and 36 
So if the son sets you free, the S-O-N, son of God, sets you free, you will be free indeed. Galatians 5 and 1. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. He came to free us from the law of sin and death. We fell in the garden. We made a mess of our lives. We went through thousands of years with no freedom. The only thing we had, only thing that, that was provided was the tabernacle, and that just rolls your sin, sins away, the sacrifice system. He had laws, but it wasn't freedom. We were rolling our sins away. But Jesus came to give us true freedom. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. That's why he died on the cross. Stand firm then and do not let yourselves be burdened again by the yoke of slavery. In other words, God's made us free. He died. We received him by faith. We gave our life to him. He cleanses our spirit, man. Through the reading of the word and prayer and commitment to the Lord, he frees me for the, for, for the desire of sin. But he's saying, don't go back and become a slave to it again. Don't, don't, you need to set parameters for yourself. You need to make a choice. And I heard Jack say something the other, Pastor Jack say something that I love. You know, the Bible says where, where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. And, and, and the, the, the interpretation of that, a lot of times we think we follow our heart. No, we follow our decisions. When we make a decision that I'm going to, in other words, I made a decision that I'm going to take care of my body and I put effort and intentionality intentionality into it. And I, I made that a point of treasure in my life. And now my heart is following. So what you put your intentions toward, that's where your treasure is. So if you like to sit up and watch Netflix all day and you don't get your work done, you treasure Netflix more than you treasure your work. And if your work's not prosperous, it's because you don't treasure it. If you treasure your family, then you'll work hard. You will, you will not work hard. You'll set an intention to treat them right and to show love to them and to encourage them. And your heart will follow the treasure. If you make a decision to, to let Jesus become Lord of your life, and then you start making provision to fellowship with the Lord every day, you have now put your time and your effort, and my time and my effort is my treasure. And when I set my treasure on something, my heart follows it. I hope this is helping. Okay, let me finish here. So that was for those freedom, freedom and power to overcome was for Kelsey Newman. Um, Joel and Shelby. Joel and Shelby, Jay, Jay Cannon, and Valerie Mayhar. That was your word. Okay. Vision, prophetic vision and strategy. And these were the names that when this came up, I went through the list and this is what I saw. Uh, Crystal Shope, Christy Boodleman, Robin and David Clement, Sarah Cargill, and Jennifer Daniels. Jennifer Daniels. God is going to give you prophetic vision and strategy for 220. For 2020. No. Jennifer Daniels, Sarah Cargill, Robin and David Clement, Christy Boodleman, Crystal Shope, and Debbie Craig. 2020 is the year of prophetic vision for you, but with the vision, God is going to begin to unpack strategy. And 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 
So just everything you're believing for vision for, write it down and say, get up in your prayer time in the morning. I'm going to give you practical tips. Write down what you're believing for vision and strategy for. And then like, like Lauren said, write it down, write these scriptures down, begin, begin to quote it and declare the prophetic vision and strategies coming and then rest, go yeah. to sleep. God will give you a dream. <laughs> Proverbs 29 and 18. This is for you. Where there is no prophetic vision, the people cast off restraint. But blessed is he who keeps the law. In other words, follow the instruction of the Lord. Yeah. Follow his instruction. Be obedient and prophetic vision will be your portion. Proverbs 16 and 9. The heart of a man plans his ways. She talked about this. Yeah. You know, you can live in that old house that feels comfortable because that's where you feel comfortable. Right. But it's that old house is not for you today. You're in a new house. Right. So the heart of the man plans his way. Sometimes you go to the, what's comfortable, but the Lord establishes his steps and the Lord establishes steps in faith. Always know that when God is guiding you, there is faith attached to it. Yeah. And if there is no faith that's required, it's probably not God. Yeah. If there's no faith that's required, it's probably not God leading you. So faith will always accompany God's instruction. It will take faith to do it because it's going to take more than your ability. Jeremiah 29 and 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans for welfare and not for evil to give you a future and a hope. That's the plans God has for you. And it, you and you know what? You go read the, the beginning of that chapter and you'll find that the children of Israel are in a place of captivity when he gives them this word. You know, I think it's really important to always read the context where the word's given. So they're in a place of a tough place, but he's saying in your tough place, I know the plans I have for you. I have plans to bless you for welfare and for not evil and to give you a future and a hope. And I don't care what the mess is around you. I don't care if you appear to be in captivity. I don't care if you're Joseph in the prison thinking that that dream is never going to come to pass. I'm telling you, God's going to pull you out of the prison. You're going to go to Pharaoh's house and you're going to run the country. You're just going to stay with the process and keep using your faith. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Proverbs 16 and 3. Commit your work to the Lord and your plans will be established. Get up every day and commit your work to the Lord. Commit your plans to the Lord. Commit your desires to the Lord. Say, God, this is what I plan to do. If there is something in here you don't want me to do, talk to me. If there's something in here that I've planned that you didn't breathe on, show me. I am committed to you. Be Lord of my life today make this a daily declaration many times we come to the altar in a time of emotional pull from the holy spirit and we make these declarations and then we go back and compartmentalize our life and go back to monday morning and live that monday the same way we did the monday before god wants to infiltrate every area of your life he wants to be lord of your life when you're a mother he wants to be Lord of your life when you're a daughter. He wants to be Lord of your life when you're a wife. He wants to be Lord of your life when your enemy hurts you or your best friend talks behind your back. He wants to be Lord of your life when you're stressed out. He wants to be Lord of your life when you've found victory and success so that you don't get puffed up. Yeah. So God bless those names. Uh, Debbie Craig. 
Crystal Shope, Christy Boodleman, Robin and David Clement. We, I just lost it. Sarah Cargill and Jennifer Daniels. Um, Robin and David, you especially, I hear the Lord saying you are entering into a season where God is going to bring you into real significance in the Lord. He is going to require you to lay some things down and he's going to require you to step into uh, something really beautiful in the spirit. It's going to be a time that you're going to make some real poignant decisions, but the fruit and the blessing of it will bless your family the rest of your life. Okay. Stacy Ruth and Sharon Hill. This is what I heard for you. God gave me love scriptures and I'm going to read the scriptures first because listen, uh, this is for everybody. This, all this is for everybody that's listening. And you may have not had your name called, but you, you've heard these, some of these prophetic words and it jumps in your spirit. It's for you. But uh, love is the foundation of the gospel. Jesus died because he loved us. For God so loved the world, John 3, 16, that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. So the whole gospels are built on love. And so our walk with God must be built on love if we truly, truly want our walk to be effective and we want fruit that will remain. I want my walk effective. I want to be effective in the kingdom of God. And I want fruit that will remain. I don't want something that's going to burn up on the judgment day. So let me read 1 Corinthians 13, 4 and 5. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It's not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Man, this just says it all in one scripture. So if I find myself keeping a record of wrongs, I'm not in love. I'm not, I'm not doing it by, I'm not living by love. If I get anger, angry, easy, easily angry. Now there's times that you can be angry, but easily angry. I'm not in love. I'm not, I'm not in the love of agape love. If, if I'm self-seeking, why am I doing this? Am I doing this because God told me to do it for the benefit of others? Or am I doing it because I've got some uh, insecurity that I need my ego fed? It's not proud. It does not dishonor others. It does not envy. When you see these things in your life, ask the Holy Spirit to wash it out. Just, just repent of it. Say, I acknowledge it's in there. I'm asking you to wash it out and I'm asking you to help me walk in freedom. Love is patient and love is kind. So when I make a choice to be patient, patient with Lauren, because sometimes Lauren can make me mad. I'm going to be patient with Lauren because I adore her. I'm going to be patient with Juan. Juan doesn't really ever make me mad. (laughs) But if he does, let's just say he makes me mad today. I'm going to be patient. Sometimes it's easy to be patient with Juan because I work with Juan, but it's not always easy to be patient with Lauren because she's my daughter and I know she'll forgive me. But God doesn't, he doesn't differentiate who you do this with. He said, I want you to love everybody. I want you to be patient. I want you to be kind. You know, Sunday I preached on uh, winning the lost and the glory of the Lord and it was funny. I, I had a country song called Humble and Kind, and then we talked about the glory of the Lord. And I, I believe that the glory of the Lord, um, the greatest revival in America that we've ever seen has already started. I believe the glory of the Lord is starting to be poured out across the world and America as well. 
But I also believe that God is calling the church to a place of purity and holiness and a place of kindness and love and humility. We are going to win our world because of the love that's shed abroad in our hearts. We are going to win our world because we react different to injustice. We react different to pain. We act, we react different to trials. They're going to see God in us and then they're going to move and want what we have. Uh, I want to read this last one on love. Psalms 143 and 8. Let the morning bring me word of your unfailing love. For I have put my trust in you. Show me the way I should go. For, for to you, I entrust my life. See, when we allow his unfailing love to be shed in our abroad, abroad in our hearts, it's truly then that we can allow him to be Lord of our lives. Yeah. And then we can look at others in a way that's positive. Uh, Stacy and Sharon, God is going to increase your love walk in such a powerful way that miracles are going to happen in 2020 like you've never seen before. And it's just going to be because you made a decision to allow God to increase your love walk. And I pray for everyone here. I'm going to pray for everyone here. The word of the Lord that I gave over uh, in Samuel, over Danny, the Daniels and Angie, I declare supernatural anointing on everyone that's listening today. You, The spirit of the Lord is going to come over you in power. I declare supernatural anointing. There are many of you that are listening right now that you're going to leave this broadcast with a clarity of direction and you're going to feel the power of God. Many of you, the fog is leaving your brain right now. I prophesy that over everyone that's listening. I also prophesy freedom and power to overcome and advance what I gave Kelsey, Joel and Shelby, Jade Cannon, and Valerie and Michael Mayhar. I declare freedom and power to overcome in advance. 2020 is going to be a year that you overcome things that have tripped you up for years. It's time to yeah. be free and start freeing others. It is time that the church gets free and then we become the vessels that reach out to others and help them walk out their freedom. I prophesy vision 2020, in 2020, prophetic vision and strategy and clarity. The same word I gave to Debbie, Crystal, Christy, and Robin and David and Sarah and Jennifer Daniels. I prophesy that this is the year of prophetic vision, not just vision that you dreamed up for your life, but prophetic God-breathed vision, and God's going to give you the strategy to walk it out in the name of Jesus. Now, I want to encourage everyone on here to be with us next next Thursday. Get these real quick or no? Yes, you got, real quick. Yes, we're going to give some more. Okay. But I want to encourage you to be with us next Thursday. We're going to reach out to everyone we prophesied to. We want you to invite yeah. people in. This is a 45-minute broadcast, and we really want, we also want to hear your victories because I would love to have some of you on to testify about what God has done in your life. Uh, Lauren, would you like to read awesome. this part? Yeah, I'm just going to re um, read these pretty quickly. Um, Michelle Craig, I think that's how you pronounce your name. I just heard the word breakthrough and I heard release your hands, breakthrough of your family, your friends, and your personal walk with the Lord. Um, Frankie Boyce, I heard new birth. 
um, God's birthing something new in you. And I just saw um, like layers were being peeled off and a new woman was coming out. And so I, I truly believe by the end of this year, people are not going to recognize the woman that they see. Um, Courtney James, um, when I saw your name, I saw almost like chains were trying to creep up like snakes trying to just creep up. And, um, I know that you've, you've walked through freedom, but I just, you know, sometimes things can come back in our lives that, you know, the enemy tries to make us think that we're, we're not completely free. And so I heard the voice of the Lord say, I am the chain breaker and, um, that it's not time to just sit back, but it is time to step up and war in the spirit. And you're going to see the complete victory of your freedom. And Megan, Howell, a new place of influence for you. Um, there's going to be doors that are going to be open to you that are God doors that he wants you to walk through. He said, don't be afraid and don't overthink, just walk. Um, Jackie Litch, I think is how you say that. I looked up um, your name. I don't look up everybody's name, but I looked up the meaning of your name and it was holder of the heel. And they talked about Jacob holding on to Esau's heel um, for the name Jackie. And I just heard the Lord say that he is so proud of you for not letting go. Wow. Um, I, I saw you just grasping and holding on to the things that you're believing God for. And because of your willingness and just being relentless, God is pouring out blessings on your life this year. And you're going to receive the things that you're believing God for. Um, Terry Jacobs, I saw you like a little girl on Christmas Day, sitting in a Christmas tree, opening one gift after another. And I just believe that this is going to be a year awesome. of just gifts given to you, just unexpected gifts, like a child on Christmas morning. Um, Michelle Pruitt, taste and see that the Lord is good. Make him Lord in the places that you do not understand. Those places that you're trying to figure out, he's saying, let it go. Make me Lord in those places that you do not understand. You're going to see, Michelle, that I'm going to pull it off perfectly for you. And so whatever that is, God is going to, he's going to move on your behalf and he's going to pull it off for you. Um, Ashley Shepard, I just saw you going to a greater level of warfare. <laughs> I saw that God's building your army of women behind you. And um, so <laughs> I heard that you're also going to be learning how to fight from a place of rest. You're going to be so confident in the person that is fighting right next to you, which yes. is your King Jesus, yes. that everything you do from this, this point on is going to be from a place of rest. And then last um, is Debbie and Randy Helms. And when I saw y'all, I just saw the word purpose, like a banner above your head and greater vision in 2020. And you think that maybe God's done some things in your life and he's done some amazing things in your life, but he has just begun for the things that he has planned for you and for your family and for your husband. Um, he says he only has just begun. Greater things are coming for you and for your family. And I just hear that song. Greater things are, are coming. Greater things are yet to come. Greater things are still to be done for you and for your family. I heard a word just now for Brooks Reed, and I saw you doing a meeting at your house. It's a prophetic meeting. And you're not calling it that. You're going to have people over. And you're going to minister to them. But it's going to build and build and build. You are a preacher of the gospel, sweet girl. You're yeah. a preacher of the gospel. And you're going to do some things that are going to make money and be a blessing to your family. But you are a preacher of the gospel. And if you will just dig in in prayer and allow God to just birth what he wants. I see just a, a meeting starting at your house. That is just so powerful and God began to give you more and more influence and uh, that that whole meeting will become a place of intercessory prayer 
literally bring some be part of the revival there in Nashville. God wants to do something so profound through you. And this is the year for 2020 vision. This is the year that God is going to give you prophetic vision and strategy. And he is going to give you the power to overcome. And he's also going to give you the, the anointing and the supernatural ability to gather and do what God has called you to do. I am for you. I am praying for you. And I believe in you. I love you so much. God bless you. Have a great day. Don't forget tomorrow night worthy night here at celebration of life, 7 PM. Be there. You will be blessed. Bring your mat, come comfortable. And then our closer retreat, uh, uh, February the 27th to the 29th. We want you there. We love you so much. We'll see you next Thursday, same time, same place. God bless you. Bless you. For the past hour, you've been listening to The Warrior's Watch with Pastor Callie Hargraves as your host. For more information concerning this program, go to bpnradio.com.